Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer and set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello and welcome to the Audio Time Capsule, episode 27. I'm comedian Simon Kane, and for those of you new to the show, this is the podcast where I invite a guest on, get them to leave 20 questions, and then a year later invite them back on to answer them. I then edit it so they're talking to their past self. All past voices will sound like this. And all future voices will sound like this. This week's guest is comedian, singer-songwriter and YouTuber Jay Foreman. Jay and I have crossed paths a number of times in the past and I've always found his career really interesting and how he's managed to adapt as the industry has moved while still creating the things that he's proud of. Um, Before we jump straight into the episode, I wanted to quickly give Jay a massive public thank you for coming back on the podcast. Uh, This is a little behind-the-scenes secret for you, but I originally tried to launch the time capsule back in March 2015 when Jay came round to my flat and recorded his questions. Sadly, I had to start the project over again because one, I wasn't skilled enough to create this podcast at the time, and two, I was overwhelming myself with projects and spreading myself way too thin. So uh, there's two lessons I learned there from past me. As a result, we decided to make the whole thing over rather than doing the questions from 2015 and giving it three years. So uh, it meant a lot when Jay agreed to come back on the podcast and do the pod again, even though he hasn't really technically been on ever. Um, Another little secret in this episode is I'm on it. Uh, normally I completely edit myself out of these episodes because um, I just sort of want them to be about the guest and about their life but um, there was one bit that I could have taken myself out and I just felt like it flowed better with me in it. You'll see. I hope you'll see. Look out for that bit because if you don't see that won't make any sense but genuinely uh, that's why I'm in it for one word but um, yeah I thought I'd flag that. If you're new here, please don't forget to hit that subscribe button. If you're old here, please do remember to give us an honest, ideally positive review in iTunes. And either way, please do consider joining the Facebook group. It's called The Audio Time Capsule, and it's on Facebook, obviously. Before we dive into the podcast, I want to do a quick plug for my Edinburgh show. I'll be doing a new show called Every Room Becomes a Panic Room When You Overthink Enough. I'm doing every day, except Wednesdays, when I get rudely awoken by the dustman. It's at 8.35pm in the grass market at Sweet Venues. There is a link in the show notes. If you can come and support me, please do. All support is massively appreciated. But for now, let's open the audio time capsule of Jay Foreman. Hello, I'm Jay Foreman. The date is the Tuesday, the Tuesday. Start again. Hello, I'm Jay Foreman. It's Tuesday, the 9th of January, 2018. And uh, I am sat uh, with Simon upstairs at the Bill Murray pub. Um, And it's really cold outside, so I'm wearing my coat indoors. I feel frightfully rude. Um, And I'm about to ask future Jay, 2019 Jay, some questions. And how I'm feeling about it. I I am feeling um, uh, uh, calm and measured about it. 
Hello, my name's Jay Foreman. The date is the 8th of January 2019, and uh, I am here in my, my house, which I didn't have last year. And um, well, how am I feeling about answering my own questions? I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I've been looking forward to this for the best part of a year. Uh, question one. Now, I know you told me not to number these, but this is the only one that I insist be question one. Question one. How are you? Now, really, how are you? I'm very well, thank you. It's nice to be asked and uh, to know that the person asking means it. You know, normally when someone says, how are you, they're just starting a conversation. Um, but I remember asking this last year and I meant it. And you know what? I am fine. Thank you very much. That's great to hear. <coughs> How's your foot clicking situation? Is it better or worse than last year? That's a good question. It's definitely not better. Uh, my foot clicks every morning when I wake up. I move my ankle and it makes firecracker noises. I should have taken a little uh, microphone into bed with me to check how bad it was last year, because it might be worse, but it's not significantly worse. I'll tell you what, I'll come back to you in five years and let you know if it really has got worse by then. Well, that's worrying. Um, stop not going to the doctor and go to the doctor. It's not a doctor issue. I did actually speak to a doctor in the meantime and mentioned it, and he's like, yeah, that's, that's just a thing. That's fine. It's not bones. It's like a um, some sort of liquid. I'm not dying. What's your diet like? Are you still eating as much meat as you were in 2018? And do you still care? So I'm, I'm in 2018, I am still a massive carnivore. I'm a huge meat eater and a meal doesn't feel right unless it's got some lovely meat in it. And at the same time, I also know that it's unjustifiable. And being vegan chimes with everything else that I believe in, like not being cruel and not continuing things just because they've been done for thousands of years. It's, it's just too big a culinary leap. So I wonder, by this time next year, will it have plagued on my mind long enough that I'll have given up meat? Or am I going to learn to stop caring? That's a surprising question because, you know, the way I phrase that makes it sound like it was really on my mind for the whole time. But I don't remember those thoughts. I think I must have had one day in January last year where I had vegan thoughts and it hasn't come to my mind since then. I'm eating exactly just as much meat. If anything, I'm way more unhealthy now than I was this time last year. Um, I wonder if that's because January every year is when everyone starts talking about veganism. Because uh, the disappointing answer is, um, no, I, I haven't changed my diet at all. I'm still a massive carnivore. Sorry, Jay. Eh, well, fair enough. You've either found a way of dealing with it morally, or you've decided you don't care, or you just love the taste of flesh too much. Either way, good for you. Sorry, and it's not good for me. <laughs> Did you ever get on board with Instagram? No, no, I didn't. I keep telling people, even now, I've only just joined Instagram and I've still only posted like one or two things. I can't believe it's been a year. So yeah, it's official. I've posted nothing in the last 360 something days. So the quick answer is uh, no, no, I haven't. Who's the most surprising person you've collaborated with this year? Oh, that's a good one. Um, the most, well, I've, I've been doing a lot more collaborations on my YouTube stuff uh, this year than last year. Uh, the most surprising one, the one who I'm, you know, I can't believe he said yes, is Tomska off of the internet, the man who does internet sketches. Basically, I did a video where I wanted to squeeze in as many cameos as possible. And um, one of my sort of dream collaborators was Tomska. I sent him a DM and then within minutes, he's like, yeah, sure. So he he's in my video, which, by the way, still hasn't been released yet. It's coming at the end of this month, hopefully. But um, yeah, I'd say he's the most surprising one. Wow. That sounds really exciting. What project did you do together? I put him in my video series, Unfinished London, in which he played the part of a man wearing a hat and someone spits in his face. Uh, if you want to find out what that is for the context, you're gonna have, you have to watch it. Can you remember the secret special password you set yourself this time last year? 
I've been think I've been thinking about this all year. As soon as I finished this interview, I've been telling people I set myself a secret password and I'm not allowed to remember the word onion. I mustn't say onion and I keep remembering it. But then, very good news, in the last few months, I've forgotten whether it was onion or onions. So I'm gonna I'm gonna take a guess. I, I think it was onion. The secret password is onions. Yeah have to forget about that for another twelve months. Bollocks. Onions, not onion. Have you tidied your bedroom? Yes, because uh, my my living situation has changed. Um, I now live with my partner in a, a nice flat that looks like a house up in North London. And because there's the two of us, and because she's uh, much neater than us, we do keep it tidy. I mean, she'd say it's messy, but it's a lot tidier than the place I was living in this time last year. Well, that's good to hear. It is. Well done. What's been your favourite gig this year? Ooh... My favourite gig this year. Um, It was one I did quite early on in the year, actually, pretty soon after we spoke to each other. And by the way, when I say we, I mean Simon. I'm not talking about myself in in third person. That's just weird. Well, it was, um, I did a gig in uh, Southport with like 300 children. uh, And it it was delightful. The end. What's been your least favourite gig this year? Ooh, there was a, I don't know if I should name names, but I did a gig with a really impressive lineup with some big celebrities from the TV who you just wouldn't expect to be doing a gig. It was such an odd lineup in a, a festival. I, I'm not really allowed to say what kind of festival it was because as soon as I say the really unlikely sport that decided to hold its own little comedy-slash-music festival, you're going to find out which one it was because it's such an obscure sport. But my God, that was a terrible gig. It was in a tent in the rain in the middle of nowhere with and about five people in the audience and it was a very long drive there and back and I think I've said too much because if you google me and me you'll find the only place we'd ever have done a gig together in fact forget I said any of that or just bleep the name every time which video assuming that you're still uploading videos I am which video do you most regret uploading in the last year do I most regret uploading in the last year there's some videos that I uploaded some time ago that I regret and that I've now taken down that question implies that I should have been uploading loads and loads of videos this year, and I haven't really done that. So um, I'm very pleased to be able to say that because I've uploaded so little, I'm actually okay with everything I've uploaded so far. No, oh, that's a shame. I remember thinking that one was going to work. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make sense, but past me might have a point. There might be a video that I've blocked from my mind that, um, that, I, did, that I do regret this year, but I just can't remember it. What's the most impressive skill or bit of knowledge that you've learned in the last year? Oh, for me to answer that properly, I'd have to have a good long think. Well, I mean, that immediately tells you that I can't have learned anything that impressive. You know, you'd have hoped that by now I've learned to juggle or, you know, um, uh, a, a different kind of juggle. Disappointingly, at the moment, nothing comes to mind. And I therefore think I'm exactly as unskilled now as I was in January 2018. Oh, wait, no, I learned to color correct on uh, Premiere Pro. There you go. I can do color correct on Premiere now. Apart from that, nah, I still can't juggle. Did you hear that? That was my ankle clicking. Are you a better comedian slash better YouTuber than this time last year? Ouch, that's a serious question. Um, I don't think I could possibly say I'm a better comedian because I've done actually quite little comedy in the last 12 months. I've sort of shifted a lot more to the YouTube side of things than comedy. But as for the question, am I a better YouTuber? Um, It's going to sound pretentious as fuck, but I, I hope the answer is yes, because... I've been learning stuff and getting, I think, slightly better at the YouTube stuff with every video I do. So, um, rather shyly, I, I sort of think, I, I, yes, I, I, I think I am. It's mostly the colour correcting that I've learnt to do. 
It is hard. Yeah. Simon just whispered, it's hard in a, in a sympathetic way. And he's right. I, I want to keep reminding you that Simon's in the room with me because there's something sort of scary and freaky about the thought of me talking to myself. Have you migrated from T-shirts to shirts? No, no, I haven't. Um, I, I was imagining some time ago that um, I was wrong to wear T-shirts all the time, but I've, I've, I've changed my mind. I think T-shirts are going to see me in good stead for the, for the next few weeks at least. Is there anything you miss that you had this time last year that you wish you still had now? Again, with the serious questions. Um, um, I'm very pleased to say no. The, the big change this year is that I'm, I'm with my new partner now. And we're living in a, you know, a house as opposed to last year when I was single living in a flat share with three people that I had nothing in common with. So, you know, that is a huge, wonderful life change. And I, I guess I, I have nothing to miss from, you know, January 2018. So isn't that lovely? Well, sorry to hear that. But um, <laughs> let me just say from the past... Ah, I've still got that thing you haven't got. <laughs> I hope that's not the death of a loved one. <laughs> of course you can. I, I think non sequitur. Uh, Simon just. I just want to point out that Simon is just. He just said, oh, "I'm gutted. I can't use that." But I'm going to beg you, Simon, put that in. Go on, because the last laugh is on me. Present me. <laughs> what was the most unexpected twist of 2018? The unexpected twist of 2018 um that's a tough one do you know what to answer these questions properly what i really should have in front of me is my calendar and i can look through everything i've done i could uh, i can't go get it actually because um my well no you know what i could do i could look at my phone this might take a while but if i skim through i'm gonna find some sort of twist that happened again the fact that i can't seem to answer it straight away implies that there wasn't really anything enormously twisty in the year. Everything seemed to go as expected. Well, here's my calendar. I'm swiping back through the years. Through the... Not the years. The, uh, <laughs> the months. Let's see. What have I got here? Holiday to France. Uh, what have we got here? Biggest twist. There was a meeting. I went to Ikea. Oh, uh, uh, here's one. Um, because I moved into a new place, um, I've, and because we're not too far from the, the Ikea in uh, in Tottenham... I've been to IKEA something like nine times in the last year. I don't think I've. I think I've in one year more than doubled my total number of trips to IKEA. So yeah, that was a big twist that I didn't see coming. Trips to IKEA. Let's go with that. Have you gone full time? Have I gone full time? The answer is yes. Uh, this time last year, I was working on comedy things and YouTube things, and I also had a day job where I was driving tourists around London in classic Mini Coopers. And although I technically still work for those guys, I haven't handed in my notice. I'm very, very fortunate to be able to say that I'm I'm too busy doing stuff that I actually love because I, I suppose on paper I, I must be living the dream because I'm doing comedy and I'm doing nothing else and that's paying my rent. So I'm very, very happy to be able to say the answer is is yes. Yes, I have. Well done, you. I'm proud of you, by which I'm proud of me. Well done, me. Well done, you. Took a risk there. God, imagine if the answer was no, I haven't. Oh, I wouldn't have been able to live that down. How has your use of social media changed in the last year? Another good question. Um, I'm still tweeting about two or three times a day about nothing in particular. That doesn't seem to have changed at all. I'm still using fa I'm using Facebook exactly the same way that I was this time last year, which is not much at all, just begrudgingly responding to messages and saying, email me instead. I still haven't posted to Instagram at all. Um, rather boringly, the answer is it's exactly the same. And the implication is that I'm old and set in my ways and that's how my social media use is going to be forever until the platform changes, you know, without me changing. 
you know, along will come a new thing that I don't understand. Like, uh, what's that thing young people are using nowadays? Twitch. It's the sort of thing that... Um, I keep looking at Simon asking for responses. He's shaking his head. He, he doesn't want you to know he's in the room, but he really is. Um, short, short answer to has my social media use changed is no. No, it hasn't. And it probably won't. How did the kids tour go? It's still going. The kids tour went very well indeed. It was how I... The, the majority of the gigs that I did last year were children's shows. And it looks like that's going to continue to be the case for at least the next few months because my tour is, is ongoing. Incidentally, if you get this podcast in time, come and see me in the um, Wilton's Music Hall in London. Tell you what, I won't tell you where the gigs are, but go to my website, uh, jforman.co.uk, and come and see one of my shows. Are you still doing as much kid stuff, or have you rediscovered adults? No, I've not rediscovered adults. This is it's, it's shocking to hear that it was this time last year that I asked myself that, because it's one of these many unanswered questions that every time I think... I haven't got round to sorting this out. I assume that it's oh, it's only been a couple of months since I thought of this, but wow, it really has been a whole year since I started thinking about writing more adult material because I've been doing I've been concentrating so much on my kids tour. So that that's a sad answer. The answer is unfortunately not. No, but uh, thanks for reminding me. Me, I'm I'm going to get round to that. So um, as you know, in 2018, the currency was um, YouTube subscribers and Twitter followers. If that's still the case in 2019, um, how do you compare to this time uh, last year? So YouTube subscribers, I'm currently as of the 9th of January 2018 on 238,373. And on Twitter, the number is 14,091. So um, how does it compare next year? And more importantly, do you care? Um, I like the do you care part. Because um, it makes me feel bad that I yes I do care. Uh, but the answer is let's see. So Twitter, uh, they've both gone up. So Twitter, I'm on nineteen point one thousand, and YouTube. I'm going to have to click the buttons here to see. Uh, but I am on as of the eighth of January, twenty nineteen. So it's slightly less than a year. Uh, I'm on three hundred thirty one thousand three hundred two. So they've both gone up, and they've both gone up a fair bit. So um, and do I care? I, the answer actually, unfortunately, is is yes because they are a currency. They're still a currency when trying to get business, when trying to get other people to sponsor my videos and, you know, to to make it look as if I'm a person worth investing in and sponsoring and, and partnering with and so on. So uh, the answer is, yes, I do care. I wish I didn't, but I do. And the numbers have gone up. So that that's nice, I suppose. Is your YouTube subscriber count still growing or has it begun to slow down? No, it, it is still growing and it's, it's speeding up. Um, so that's, that's a relief. That tells me that I was worried this time last year that I thought maybe it wouldn't keep growing and that I'd have to find something else to do. But very pleased to say, um, no, for now, at least, it seems to be growing and I, I might be able to do this YouTube lark for maybe another 12 months yet. Hence, should I say yet or hence? Yens. And here comes a question from Twitter. So basically, when I did this interview last year, I sent out a tweet saying, um, uh, who's got some questions for future me? Oh, yes, so I did. And uh, one of those was, is London finished yet? Ha 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 ha. No, um, but they're referring to my um, my series, Unfinished London. And um, I guess, do they mean, have I stopped making my series called Unfinished London? And the answer is no. I've got, um, I did a new episode a few months ago. Uh, well, actually, no, this year I did... Since the, since that last interview, I've uploaded three episodes of Unfinished London, and there's yet a fourth coming in just a few weeks' time from now. So, uh, no. No, it is not. Were you right about Donald Trump? By which I mean, uh, was your prediction that he will stay in office? Was that correct? Yes, it was. Donald Trump is still in office, and I maintain that he will live out the rest of this term, because, you know, if, if Donald Trump 
if Donald Trump were going to be impeached because of his bad behavior, it would have happened by now. If he can survive up until... It's exactly the same. I feel the same this year as I did last year. If he can survive up until now, he can survive to the end of his term. And I actually rather disappointingly think that he's going to get a second term because all of the logic that says that he can't possibly get a second term is exactly the logic that says he couldn't have won in the first place. So strap in, folks. We've got five more... No, six more years of Donald Trump to go. Or is it five? Well, I mean, I'm pleased that I was right, but I'm also not pleased for the sake of humanity. But uh, let me just remind you, in case you've forgotten, um, just over a year ago, you made a bet with someone at a party. Oh, yeah. That um, he would still be in office at the end of his term. So hang in there. Two more years, I think, or is it one and a half? I don't know. But however long it is, hang in there, because if he remains in office until the end of his term, you get five pounds which in future money is worth £4.90 something pence, or possibly much less. So hang in there. Oh, that's good. I've always wanted £5 or £4.90 something. Don't suppose you know what inflation's been like in the last 12 months, because I've noticed it this year. You know, food prices, petrol prices. It really, You really can feel the expensiveness in the air. Don't worry. He says you want me to talk, don't you? But, you know, he doesn't want to. He won't. How have you aged visibly in the last year? E.g. fatter, greyer? Uh, well, um, I think I look about the same. Actually, this time last year, I had more grey hairs than I do now, because it turns out those grey hairs might have been stressed that I'm no longer under. So that's that's nice. Although, this morning, I did a clean shave that I don't normally do, and it's not a good look. I look old. How have you aged visibly in the last year? E.g. fatter, greyer? I look exactly the same. I can reveal, ladies and gentlemen, that um, due to a small technical error, um, I don't actually know what this question was. It's a file labelled, How Are The Kids? Now, maybe that's short for How Are The Kids Show's Going, or maybe it means How Are Your your Niece and Nephews? I'm going to take it to be the latter, because I've already talked about the kids' show, so my niece and nephews, they're fine, thank you. But by the way, if it turns out that that's the wrong answer to that question, um, well, there's not much we can do about that now. What would 2018, Jay, be most shocked to discover about what's become of you? Oh, again, with the very serious, very good questions. Has anything shocking happened to me since the last year? Well, I took a decision to get braces fitted, which probably would have been a surprise to me last year. They're not on me now, but I'm getting them fitted in a couple of weeks. Um, I think past me would have been surprised at that, I suppose. I can't think of anything. And I'm going to say that's a good thing. Oh, there goes my ankle again. What do you regret saying no to in 2018? What do I regret saying no to? That question implies that there'd be all sorts of opportunities flying at me or, you know, invitations to holidays or work opportunities. And there must be something that I said no to. But um, I can't think of anything. Um, It must be something small. My biggest regret of saying no this year, unfortunately, it's going to be something really mundane. Like, do you want a cup of tea? And I say no out of politeness. And then a few minutes later, I actually turns out I really wanted a cup of tea. In fact, that did happen actually, when I went to visit a friend of mine. So yeah, I'm going to say my biggest regret saying no of 2018 was when my friend offered me a tea and I I said no. I didn't mean no. I just meant I didn't want to cause a fuss, but I was so thirsty. What do you regret saying yes to in 2018? That gig in the tent with but I couldn't possibly have known. Are you happy? Yes. Yes, thank you. Yes. Yes, I am. Apart from my uncle. Future me, what do you wish I had done for you now that I've not done for you? Um, well, 
It depends, past me. Do you mean um, anything that I could have done in the first 33 years of my life or something that perhaps I could have done in January to better serve me now? Um, I'm going to say you should have put more effort into forgetting your secret password because I've been thinking of the word onions for months and it's it's ruined my life. Um, this is this is future me saying thank you very much, past me. It's been a, a pleasure to talk to me. Well, actually, it hasn't. It's been super awkward and unusual. But um, uh, thank you for the opportunity. Um, and uh, 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 the, uh, I'm not never sure how to end these things. I'm just going to say uh, uh, that's the end. The end. You're very welcome. Best of luck in the future, and look forward to speaking to you next year. That was Jay. Oh, I loved hearing about how his online following has grown. I've got a bit of an obsession with online communities, and I wrote a book about it. If you would like to buy a copy, it's in the show notes. It's called How to Make a Living by Working for Free, and it's a guide for artists to build their own online community and then get people to pay to support them creating more free content. I enjoyed hearing about how he's developed new a new series on his YouTube channel and how he's continuing to create his Unfinished London series and how he's getting other work and off the back of it. It was really exciting. Um, I loved I loved hearing about how he's gone full-time on his own terms. That's always a pleasure to hear, and I couldn't be more proud of him. Or this episode, to be honest. Um, I think the questions that he asked were better this time round, and as a result, the episode was better. So thank you very much again for coming back on, Jay. Um, Jay isn't actually doing the Edinburgh Fringe, as he said, but he is still on tour with his kids' show. Um, if you would like to... Ha- By the way, I've seen the kids' show. If you're an adult, you can still go. Like, it's still got enough in it. for. It's basically his adult show, but without swearing um but it's really good and it's really fun to watch how he interacts with essentially two different audiences so um definitely don't feel like you can't go if you're a adult without kids just you'll be sat at the back that's all there's a link for that tour in the show notes i highly recommend it um i will be doing the edinburgh fringe 2019 with a show called every room becomes a panic room when you overthink enough so if you would like to come and support me and come and see... I also, I'd highly recommend my show, clearly. It's at 8.35 every day, in the, except Wednesdays, when I get rudely awoken by the dustman, uh, in the sweet venues in the grass market. Please come. Uh, there's a link in the show notes to both those shows. The audio time capsule is a Fruit That Got In Gravity's Way production for the internet. All elements were created by me, comedian Simon Kane. Thank you very much for listening. Thank you very much for subscribing. And thank you very much for rating and donating if you do. I'll see you all in about four. 14 days time. Bye. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15,178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE or Summit 4xE. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive set of offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark.